I mean, it's kind of cute, right? Hello, and welcome back to Kinda Cute, and if you're new here, welcome. My name's Bailey Evan, I'm your host, and on Kinda Cute, we discuss articles from the cut and my general pop culture musings. Okay, right off the bat, guys, I have a question. I always have a fair amount of listeners coming from Russia. Like, I'm always kind of high in the entertainment news Apple charts in Russia, like I crack, you know, top 50 a fair amount. Um, and I just want to know, do I actually have Russian listeners? Like, can you reach out to me if you're a Russian listener? Or are these just bots? Like, I just, I have to know. I think you guys exist, but please let me know you're out there. I'm very excited because I am going to New York this weekend for Elena's birthday. It was a very last minute decision. I just bought the tickets um, a few days ago. But I'm very excited uh, because I'm going again at the end of the month for another Harry Styles concert, Harry Ween. I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm only going for a day. So I was like, you know what? Let's let's get our New York weekend in. I haven't been since 2019 and I'm so excited to be back. New York City, I don't care how cliche it is. It really is like my favorite city in America, maybe the world. Very excited to go. I have a theory, okay? And this is relevant because... This woman has been in New York City because she's about to be on SNL this Saturday. Can you guess who? Kim Kardashian. I am convinced that she has had surgery on her hands. She famously for the Met Gala wore that whole full bodysuit. She's been wearing a ton of Balenciaga things that cover her hands, a lot of Balenciaga looks, and maybe that's all it is. Maybe Balenciaga is just really pressing this don't show your hands look but I'm convinced that she's had some sort of surgery on her hands and she has to cover them up because it's not that cold in New York right now. And she's always wearing gloves. Even if it's not like a full look, she has on gloves. Now that I've pointed this out, you guys are going to notice it. Now I did see like in her stories, she was kind of showing like little parts of her hands when she was showing the skims. But the issue with that is you don't know when that was actually filmed, right? Like she could have filmed those stories months ago and just be posting them now. Then there was a photo she was tagged in um, by someone who it looks like she's pretty close friends with and she had gone to this woman's baby shower and in that her hands were showing. She was cradling her friend's stomach. So again, this theory could be total BS, but I just haven't seen anyone talk about it and I just wonder if anyone's been having the same thoughts because I just... I don't get it. Like maybe SNL will reveal all because I would think there would be certain skits she has to be in where she shows her hands. But maybe it's one of those things that's pretty subtle. Maybe she's really gotten nervous about the sun like aging her hands and she's trying to cover it up. I don't know, but there is something going on there. I'm convinced. Uh, Architectural Digest has been blessing us with some great house tours. We had Nina Dobrev's, which was just a fan favorite. Everyone really loved her house. And what I did love about Nina's house was that she seemed very involved in the process. And it seemed like every step of the way she kind of had a say in it wasn't her just putting it on an interior designer and being like, okay, read my mind, make me a perfect house. The craziest part and the part I cannot get over is she says that she painted the exterior of her house with her boyfriend. And if you're not aware, her boyfriend is Sean White. They've been dating for a few years now. I did see Sean White White in downtown West Palm once. Um, And my much more outgoing friend, Kristen, just waltzes up and is like, are you Sean White? (laughs) Like, I wanted to die, but she knew actually one of the people that he was eating with and he was in town for a wedding. But 
Yeah, I don't I don't think Nina was with him. I'm pretty sure I would have noticed. But she could have been, honestly, because you know how he just sticks out a little bit more because of um the red hair. So I don't know, maybe Nina was there. Uh they were eating at Hullabaloo, I think, somewhere near there, which is like one of my favorite restaurants. So good choice on their part. Um Yeah, so her house, she painted the exterior of it and not to toot my own horn or my family's own horn because I really can't take much credit for this, but we have done so much renovation at my house. Like we installed a hardwood floor throughout the whole house. We demoed a wall to open up our kitchen, which Nina also did, but I maybe she did it herself. I'm kind of skeptical. We um, now I'm like blanking, but like there was just so much work that had to be done. I mean, we've, we've done drywall, we've done molding, we've done, um, painting obviously in the interior. But one thing I cannot think of doing is like painting the exterior of my house. That is one that I was just like, yeah, no, I don't think that's going to be for me. I think that's one that's going to have to be hired out. So props to them because I'm like, if you have the money to live in this gorgeous, gorgeous house, I think you have the money to like hire someone to paint the outside of it, but go off. So the other one that people have been really loving is Kirsten Dunst and hers was done in a little bit different of a format. Usually the Architectural Digest home tours are called an open door tour and you, it's kind of like MTV crib style where the celebrity shows around, explains things. This one, Kirsten was sitting with her interior designer in her kitchen and they were using like an iPad to go through certain elements of the house and they talked about it as they went. I don't know why this one had that different format, but it did. And her house is very witchy, lots of old shit. Very cool, but I could never live in a house that dark. I would be constantly like a little bit spooked and I like a little bit spooky, but I like my house to be like my whole house is so white. The whole thing is white basically um, with a lot of pops of color and uh, tchotchkes that I don't need. She says she hates statement walls, open concept, a white kitchen, all of which I have. I mean, I'm clearly just not cool enough for Kirsten, but I have to say that Kirsten was my idol fully growing up, like Interview with a Vampire, Jumanji. I just thought she was like the coolest, coolest actress. I remember like her and like she was the predecessor to Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan then became who I thought was like the coolest. Like I would literally have dreams about just being friends with them and like hanging out with them and the Olsen twins. I loved a twin moment. Clearly. I know Lindsay Lohan wasn't really a twin, but I I think we all fell in love with her in parent trap. Uh, (laughs) but Kristen, the, some of the stuff, it just has like the most insane stories about it. And her, her interior designer seemed like so sweet and knowledgeable but like wildly pretentious and you know maybe that's unfair to say because is it is it fair to say someone's pretentious just because they have a very wide and deep knowledge of their forte but I was just like okay honey wow it's just a lot um The other thing I took from this is that someone had commented down in the comments of the video something along the lines of I always forget that Kirsten Dunst is married to Meth Damon as an M-E-T-H. She's married to Jesse Plemons and he's an actor as well. Um, But I would say he's not conventionally attractive at least like in a Hollywood sense. And he does have some resemblance to Matt Damon. And at the fact that like people are going around calling him Matt Damon, I'm like, do Jesse and Kirsten know this fact? Do they want to know this fact? Probably not. They're probably so far above it, but I just had to share it with you guys. Cause I, 
cracked me up. Uh, I was going to talk about this last week. Olivia Rodrigo did a cover story with Singapore Vogue. Um, But then I read this interview and it was just very basic as in like, not that it wasn't well written, not that the journalist Amelia Chia who wrote this, she did great work. It was just that I feel like uh, it just wasn't an earth shattering interview. I feel like it was obviously not giving like any hardballs to Olivia. Like it was very um, letting her kind of guide it. Nothing too intense, which is good. I don't think she she's 18, 19 years old. Like she shouldn't be having to deal with that. Um, but this was my favorite part. It, they asked, was there a moment when you knew you wanted to be in entertainment? And she says, there was never a moment where I had an aha, this is what I really want to do moment. My grandfather, who's really into astrology, held me as a new more maybe and said, she's going to be a performing artist. That has sort of been the course of my entire life. It's what I've always felt the most passion for. I love stories like that because I really believe in my heart of hearts that there are some people who are just destined to be entertainers destined to be in the public eye to be famous like I think a Justin Bieber is an example of that a Harry Styles I think they're the type of people who even if they didn't become famous in the manner that they did they would become famous eventually because that was so written in the stars for them so I love that Olivia had this moment with her grandfather when she was just a baby and it just became full circle All right, let's get into our first cut article of the day because we have so many good ones today, guys. All right, I apologize in advance that you're definitely going to cringe at this article. Don't say I didn't warn you. It's called There's Such Thing as Being Too in Love by Mia Mercado. Now, this story involves Megan Trainor. Uh, You know that song, All About That Bass. I'm not going to sing it because I've been really butchering my little song snippets lately. Uh, She's married to Daryl Sabara. And he was in Spy Kids, which ugh, one of my favorite children movie of all time. Actually, it has some adult overtones as well. I mean, just a great movie. Um, so to set the scene, that's who we're dealing with. In case you didn't know, they are in fact married. They've been married for quite a while now. And uh, Megan was on Nicole Byer's podcast, Why Won't You Date Me, with her brother, Ryan Trainer. Uh, Why Won't You Date Me is hilarious because Nicole Byer, she just really goes there with her questions. I feel like she's so, so open that she really lulls her guests into this feeling that they can share anything. And like it it always sounds like you're just listening into a conversation because I haven't listened to all of her episodes, but I've listened to uh, quite a few. And Ryan Trainer, the brother, says that he wants to avoid a relationship like Megan's at all costs because they're a little too close. He says, you guys are weirdos, bro. They poop together. She's pooping. And Daryl's like, I'm going to go hang out with you now. (sighs) So then Megan reveals that they go to the bathroom together so often that they, in fact, had two toilets installed side by side in their new home. And apparently, uh, according to Megan, this design comes in very handy now that they have a young child. She says, we just got a new house and we did construction. Nobody knows this, but in our bathroom, there was one toilet. A lot of times in the middle of the night when we were with the baby, we got to pee at the same time. So I was like, can we please have two toilets next to each other? Now, Let me preface this by saying I have no issue going to the bathroom in pairs. In fact, if I'm at a crowded bar, I prefer it. It distracts me from the grime that I'm sitting in and I can have a nice convo or talk shit while I'm in the bathroom, especially if it's like one of those nice single stall situations. Um, And I do also think if I ever actually get in a real relationship, which, you know, 
TBD when that will happen. But when it does, I've already told myself that I really want to get the pooping weirdness out of the way at the beginning for the sake of my bowel health. You know, because I feel like people get so weirded out about going to the bathroom around their significant other that they're running down like three blocks to the Barnes and Noble or the Starbucks to use their bathroom. Three blocks in like a good situation. Otherwise, they're, you know, living in suburbia like me and has to drive, you know, 20 minutes. So I, I don't want that in my life. I want it to be accepted. I might give them that book like everybody poops that you give to kids when they're scared of pooping because I think we just need to all remember that that's something that we all do and to get over it. That being said, I'm also a huge proponent of some poopery, a little lit match after you go. You know, you don't have to be gross about it. Like there's the difference between being comfortable and acknowledging this is something we all do and literally don't put yourself in pain because you're holding in a turd from last week. You know, that's not good for anyone. But pooping at the same time as someone with them in a toilet right next to you, that's just, it's too far. And I have so many questions about this because Megan says that the contractor laughed and thought she was joking, but then ultimately obliged and allowed this. But are the toilets literally side by side? Like, can you reach out? Could you wipe the other person as you're going? Are they facing each other in, in that kind of side by side way? Um, could you like flush the other person's toilet as you're going? Is there a sink in between to give like an illusion of privacy? I really need to see the, the architectural drawings for this because it's hard for me to envision as much as I don't want to. I just feel like I have to know. Um, she describes them as sitting next to each other though, which makes me think that they are not facing one another. They are literally right next to one another without a sink, uh, you know, separating them. And that apparently they use them together often. But this is my other thing. Even if they're not facing, if you, if the girl is peeing, she's facing out, right? And if the guy is peeing, he's holding his pee-pee and facing in. Even though I've learned recently that some dudes like pee sitting down. You don't even want to know where I heard that information from. But like I was told that. Can any, I know my listenership is mainly women, but like, please ask your husbands, do they pee standing up or sitting down? But point being, if they're peeing in the traditional way of the man standing up and the woman sitting down, they would effectively be facing one another. Um, Megan divulged that she and Daryl have only pooped together twice, only twice, you know, the first time didn't set them off, apparently from it, put them off from it. Um, but she did say only twice because it smells foul. So Mia ends this article by saying that Megan and her husband have never shied away from oversharing. I mean, what else could be the reason for this extremely horny 2019 press release that mentions the couple's hot newlywed sex? I remember being so disturbed by this little release. It might have to be one of our um, deep cuts slash I think about this a lot because it's just one of those things that it's like you appreciate, you think you appreciate people being open, honest, but then you hear too much. and You're like, I just, I don't, I didn't need to know. And it says, if you'd like someone to blame for all of this, I vote for Chloe Grace Moretz because apparently Megan uh, was introduced by Chloe Grace, like, Chloe Grace Moretz. And I don't know, there's something about her. I just feel like we would not be friends. Like, that's just the vibe I get from Chloe. I'm sorry to say it. I know it's judgmental. It's just how I feel. Uh, and then Mia ends this by saying, anyway, good luck thinking about anything else for the rest of the day. You're welcome, guys. Next article. I thought that orc looked familiar by Claire Lampin. 
Oh, I love how she opens this. Let's just read exactly what she says because it really it sets the scene. Hot Lord of the Rings goss for second breakfast. Serial rapist and disgraced producer Harvey Weinstein served as the inspiration for one of Middle-earth's orcs, according to Frodo Baggins himself. Renowned hobbit Elijah Wood confirmed this rumor to Dax Shepard on the podcast Armchair Expert, explaining, I think that it's okay to talk about now. Wood said, the guy is fucking incarcerated. Fuck him. (laughs) Okay, so I love that we have two stories in a row of these facts being divulged in a podcast. I mean, people really think like they're lulled into a false sense of security on a podcast. And I love that being a host. Not that I, I want any guest I have to be feel fully, fully secure, but I love that they feel comfortable enough that like these kind of little gems come out, you know, that you wouldn't normally get. Um, and I totally, totally believe this. <laughs> Elijah explains that... Um, Sam Aston, who plays Samwise Gamgee, like literally the best character in the Lord of the Rings series. Also, uh, the worst treated character on Stranger Things. I stand by that in all of the the seasons of Stranger Things. No one's been as dirty, done as dirty as Sean Aston. Um, so Elijah says he had seen these orc masks and one of the orc masks, and I remember this vividly, was designed to look like Harvey Weinstein as a sort of fuck you so beyond there being sort of this open secret in Hollywood, which makes it even more effed up that people didn't, you know, really come forward with this sooner. And I don't mean the victims. I mean, the other people who could have said something. Um, apparently, Peter Jackson, the director of Lord of the Rings, clashed pretty heavily with Weinstein over his vision. And even though Miramax um, greenlit the project, they still, you know, had some some headbutting and apparently that's where maybe some of the animosity came from remember on this podcast where we talked about hot orcs because someone had done a whole ranking of the orcs and like which ones were the hottest so elijah doesn't come out and say which one it is but i have to agree with claire here she thinks uh the orc that he's modeled after is Gothmog, Lieutenant of Morgul. She describes him as having wispy beige hair, pasty complexion, evil gummy mouth, and he was ranked number nine on the hot orc power ranking. <laughs> uh, she feels like he's the Harvey Weinstein lookalike, and I I have to agree. I, I think it's him. I think it's Gothmog. <laughs> I wish they had done like an anagram of his name, like named him like Steinweiner or something. <laughs> Okay, Andrew Lloyd Webber still has not recovered from Cats by Danielle Cohen. I also vividly remember last time I talked about Cats on here being about Jennifer Hudson defending the movie and kind of saying how she thinks it'll be like a cult classic one day. And I remember at the time I talked about that, I said that it would be the last time I talked about Cats. And right after I said that, I was like, you know what? It might not be because Cats is truly the gift that keeps on giving. So this is an interview that comes from Variety with Andrew Lloyd Webber. Let's let's call him Andy. Um, He says, this is a quote, assuming he was quoted correctly, Cats was off the scale all wrong. There wasn't really any understanding of why the music ticked at all. I saw it and I just thought, oh God, no. (laughs) It was the first time in my 70 odd years on this planet that I went out and bought a dog. So the one good thing to come out of it is my little Havanese puppy. Can you imagine being so disturbed by something you are literally like, I can no longer own a cat? 
Honestly, if anything, that movie made me want a cat more. So I don't know if we really align on that. Havanese puppies are so cute, though. I mean, good call. I also can't imagine being 70 years old and never having got a dog before. Like, he just opened up this whole portal of joy and, like, potentially his last, like, 20 on a good day years of life. The article goes on to say that the puppy's been a constant companion of Andy's during lockdown. They've grown so attached that he's even figured out a way to bring the dog to New York the next time he travels to the city. He says another quote, I wrote off and I said I needed him with me at all times because I'm emotionally damaged and I must have this therapy dog. (laughs) The airline wrote back and said, can you prove that you really need him? And I said, yes, just see what Hollywood did to my musical cats. Then the approval came back with a note saying no doctor's report required. This sounds too good to be true that I feel like he is joking. But if it is real, I mean, Andy's my new favorite person. This, I I, want to frame this quote and put it on my wall. I I want this to be the cover of Kind of (laughs) Cute. Like, I love it so much. Like, I also want to know what airline was just like, no no report needed. We get it. Yes, sir. I saw those dancing cockroaches. Oh, man. All right. All right. Our next article. Does Harry Styles think we don't know what watermelon sugar means by Danielle Cohen? Okay, so he was at a concert in Nashville and he opened up his song Watermelon Sugar by saying it's about uh, the sweetness of life, you know, wink, wink. And then it um, Danielle writes, he let the crowd sing a few lyrics before delivering the punchline. It's also about the female orgasm, but that's totally different. That's not really relevant. And she says, Harry, I must inform you that this detail is in fact relevant, even though nobody was under the illusion that this was just a song about fruit. Again, I think we've established on here, I am like a little bit of a prude, but I thought this, I, I thought watermelon sugar was more about oral um sex if you will instead of the female orgasm like and and I thought it was actually about the vagine when he says I just want to taste it I thought he was saying like he wants to taste the vagine so I I don't know where the mental jump to it being about orgasms happened am I real am I like completely ignorant right now can someone enlighten me like am I the only one (laughs) who thought this I mean I know they're not very far apart concepts and obviously the song is very innuendo-ish throughout but I don't know I need some clarification I I don't know if we're gonna get that on tour but again I just I I reach out to you guys so often for help and clarification and I rarely get it but come on pull through for me on this one (laughs) I also just saw that Diane Keaton is going to be in Justin Bieber's Ghost music video. It looks so good, guys. I Ghost is one of my favorite songs off of his uh, Justice album. I just think it's a beautiful song. It was like one of those ones the first time I heard it, you, I like felt something, you know, and it's rare for me to listen to a song one time and be like, hot damn. But that song did it for me. And I... It's so wholesome. Like they've released some clips of it and it's like he's at the bar with her. They're dancing. They're swiping through like this Tinder-esque um, app together. I'm guessing that sort of the premise is maybe that she's lost uh, her significant other and she is, um, you know, 
finding solace in Justin Bieber, like as as a friend, and he's helping her through this time because Ghost is a a very kind of deep sentimental song. Like it's talking about loss in a lot of ways. I'm trying to make this like intellectual. It's not that deep. It's pretty, I think the lyrics are pretty transparent on it. It's not like I'm, you know, doing a thesis, like apparently I need to do on watermelon sugar because I have no idea what's going on. Um, But yeah, I'm just so excited for the whole video to come out. I haven't been like excited about a music video coming out like in a while. Um, But this one I am hyped for. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because I actually I'm filming. I'm recording this the next morning and I just saw the little clip and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to talk about this. All right. um, Let's get into legit shit. So our legit shit for the day, guys, I'm excited about this as well. I know so many things to be excited about. This is a company called Neon Cowboys and they do light up wearable fashion. They become really known for these cowboy hats that they do that light up um, in a really cool way, like along the seams. And it's really integrated in the design, so it just looks beautiful. And Casey Musgraves even uses them to make her cowboy hat merch. I have not bought a cowboy hat, but I did just order a light up mask because at concerts, a lot of times you have to wear them. And I'm like, this will be so fun for a concert. And I mean, it looks a little bit more rave EDM than um, a gal like myself could normally pull off. But I just think it's so fun. I got the white one and it just brings me joy. You can make it all different colors. It can flash. It just makes something that's definitely for function and necessary. It gives it a little more form, a little more beauty. You know, I just love a good mask. It is a little thick. I'm definitely more of a fan of like a a silk mask. It's thicker because it literally has like the light pack in it that makes the lights, but it's worth it. So check them out. They're a small business. Um, They're a Florida business. I put the link in the show notes if you want to check out the mask, but look at everything on their site. It's super cool and you can order something just in time for Halloween because I think their stuff is so perfect for Halloween. That's like the time they do their biggest amount of business. So get your order in now if you want to get something in time for Halloween. I actually have an affiliate code with them, but trust me, I would have like recommended them anyways. Um, So if you use Bailey4, sorry, it's not Bailey Evan, guys. My last name is actually 4, so it's B-A-I-L-E-Y-F-O-R-E. If you just enter that at checkout, you can get 10 percent off or just use one of the other codes that they offer on their site you can get a code for like signing up for emails they run a lot of specials on their site but definitely check them out because i do not think you will be disappointed all right thank you for listening i'll see you next week bye